and my laptop in Cornwall, I'm able to connect on a daily basis with people from all around the world um, involved in evacuating very high-risk activists from Afghanistan um, who are desperately trying to escape the Taliban. My name is Anne. I live near Rizajan, which is in West Penwith, and I come from a very old Cornish farming family. We have lived on the same farm for around 500 years, and I now live about a mile away from the original farm. I live on one acre of land, and it's really peaceful here. I'm able to grow all my own vegetables, flowers. I have chickens. I have dogs. The day before lockdown, I I ran out and bought some chickens, so I knew that I had eggs and vegetables, and I lived here at the time with my son, who's a student, and he is 21 years old, and also a Yazidi asylum seeker called Major, and he has lived with me here on and off um, and is now studying genetics in Leicester University. But at the time of lockdown, he was here too. So there were three of us. And that was just a, a beautiful time for us, although obviously worrying because it was a novel virus and nobody knew what was going to happen. I have been a nurse for 25 years, but I'm not, I haven't nursed for over two and a half years now. As a trained ITU nurse, I realised the implications of what the medics were experiencing in such a setting. It is incredibly hard to deal with very, very sick patients all at once coming into your unit. And I really wanted to help if I could. So I did go to Trelisk and ask if they, they wanted volunteers and they were recruiting at the time and we had induction days. But luckily, they didn't have such an influx of patients that they had to call on me to do that. But I would really like for being able to help more. I'm founder of a charity uh, called Yazidi Emergency Support and that is predominantly working with Yazidi survivors of a genocide. They were subjected to a genocide by ISIS in 2014 in Sinjar Mountain, which is in Iraq. Having met Yazidis in Lesbos, I became very close to the community and built up many friends and contacts there and ever since have worked on a pretty much international basis to try and highlight their plight because they really suffer so much and are completely displaced. It was extremely worrying to know from for us whether the Yazidis were going to be hugely affected by coronavirus because they live in tents outside. The, the elderly people that were left were really vulnerable. Potentially there was a big risk. Since lockdown I had a lot more time to myself and to be able to spend time thinking about many aspects of the global community and especially when the Taliban uh, took over Kabul and Afghanistan last August, then I realised that I could probably connect to them and, and also help them just as I had the Yazidis. I had met Hazaras in Lesbos in 2016 as well as Yazidis and they are a much persecuted religious minority also. And so via Twitter I was able to connect with some key players in the UK um, and also in Afghanistan who were attempting to get very high risk family and friends and contacts journalists and police women and, and activists out of Afghanistan and that became a very important part of, of how I was using my time just really as a connector to connect them with people who could help and we are still doing that. Um, it's a very slow process and it has been very difficult to get the UK government to, to help 
help in any sense to do this. All of us are very intent on on helping those who are particularly at risk from the Taliban. 